Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code COLLEGEDRAFT to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Pour yourself a cold one. They strike them, huh? And listen to Russ Tucker break down the top college prospects on another tasty edition of The College Draft. Yeah, it's Daddy Soda time here on the College Draft Podcast, presented, of course, by DraftKings. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years. Got a bunch of podcasts. Ross Tucker Football Podcast is daily. Everything you need to know going on in the NFL from a former player's perspective. We've got the Even Money Betting Podcast, which is Google anywhere. Anywhere, I don't care. Google, search, whatever, top five NFL gambling, NFL betting podcasts. Pretty confident we'll come up. Fantasy Feast with Joe Dolan is awesome. All these shows, 30 minutes or less, and... We try to get you the information you need. I love this show because, number one, I'm a huge fan of Emory Hunt. Now, I have a little bit of bias here because Emory embraces the lower levels of football. So, well, first of all, I just think Emory is an awesome guy. Secondly, there aren't many people that I can honestly say I think this guy works harder than me and loves football more than me. Emory might be, like, the only one. Um, he's unbelievable. And – I like that he embraces lower levels of football. He loves high school football like me. He loves lower college football like me. So Emery and I are brothers from another mother, and I love having him as my co-host on the show. This is what you need to do. Check him out on social media, at FBall Game Plan on Twitter. Follow and subscribe to Football Game Plan on YouTube, and then get the draft guide. Because if you're into this show – you're into the draft, which means you want to know who your team takes or should take. And then when they get the undrafted free agents, no one will have as many scouting reports on the undrafted free agents that your team signs as Emory. It's footballgameplan.com slash 2023 draft guide. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman at Ross Tucker NFL. You can follow us at Ross Tucker Pod. You can watch the show, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, like I know a lot of you do. And Emery, you had a doozy, man. Was it seven OTs? Seven OTs between Monmouth and Rhode Island. And here's and on Monmouth's homecoming. And first of all, disappointed in the Monmouth student, student section. They recently built these two um, temporary stands in the end zone for the student section. 
packed. By the time we got to the third quarter, where the hell the students went? They they were gone, and they missed the thriller of a game. It was like, what's going on? The stands were packed. The student section decided to go do something else, uh, you know, that weekend or that on the Jersey Shore or whatnot. So yeah, they missed a thrilling game, seven overtimes, and is it, it was funny to see like how many plays, you know, can the coaches draw up or pull out their hats after you go into you know the two point conversion plays. The first two was like, oh, these are crazy. You had a Philly special, you had a, a nice little shovel pass. Then you say, okay. What's next? Or what can they draw up next? Because you you have to really exhaust all your special plays to get into the end zone. So it was fascinating to watch. It was great to call, um, and it was just a fun game. And I was thinking about you on Friday night, Ross, because what? How how quickly Princeton made light work of Harvard? <laughs> like it was like that game was over quickly. It was like oh yeah, Princeton's about to run away with this one. Like this, there's no sweat for your Tigers on that one. So a couple things. Number one, it's got to be like almost statistically impossible now or very hard at least to go to seven OTs with just doing two-point plays starting with the third OT. Because think about this. It's 50-50 about each one of those. So like 50-50, for it to hit each time where they either both don't get it or they both do get it, I'm going to talk to Fezzik about that on the Even Money Betting podcast because that that's like 50% times 50%, which means 25%, times that again, times that again. I mean, Steve will know the math. That's not my strength. I was a politics major because I could just write papers and give oral presentations and BS my way to a B plus. <laughs> but um, Fezzik will know the math on that. And yeah, it's so funny. I got to share this with you, Emery. Friday night, I'm in my hotel room at West Point because I'm doing ULM against Army on Saturday. And I'm watching right before Harvard Princeton kicks off. I just text a tiger to Ryan Fitzpatrick, to Kyle Juszczyk. To Chris Nowinski, the head of the concussion legacy, but just a tiger. That's it. And uh, Fitzpatrick texts me back. He has the game on. He's watching. And I was surprised by that. Harvard recruits at a really high level. They have a bunch of good players. Their running backs are stud. Their wide receivers are stud. But Princeton, you know what's funny? For a good 15 years, Emery, Harvard had better quarterbacks than Princeton. I mean, like – 98 or maybe even 96, but certainly like 2000 to 2015 or whatever. No, like 98 to 2012. Since then, since like 2013, Princeton's had a really good run of quarterbacks and frankly, better than Harvard's. And it makes a big difference. By far the best pro prospect on the field, though. I don't know how much you've watched him, Emory. East of us. Andre Yosevas. Yeah. I'm saying it wrong. It's like Yosevas. Yosevas. Andre Yosevas. He's from Hawaii. Listen, if you watch or listen to this podcast, check out his highlights or go to Dane Brugler at DP Brugler because he watched him. He had five, nine catches, like 185 yards, a couple touchdowns. Could have been even more. He's an all American heptathlete. Like he runs a six, seven, 60 meters which is flying, any 6'3", 205, was making contested catches, he's going to get drafted. He's going to legit – he's going to go to like the uh, 
Shrine game and maybe Senior Bowl, and he'll have a chance to get drafted. He's impressive. Well, and and again, I want to wax poetically about your Tigers for a second. When you think about Yosavas and, and and what they had prior to that with the with the kid that's now um, balling for the Raiders um, at tight end. Yeah, was Jesper Horstead. Horstead was a was a track star, you know, at the position and, and did the same things Joseph Oss was doing. And you saw Carlson used to do the same things out there as well. He was moved to tight end. But to talk about your your quarterbacks, man, I think it started with Quinn Epperly. Yes. Then you had um the the run with the uh Lovett. Then you had uh the Chad Knoff. Knoff and not you had Stenstrom, you had the dude Davidson. That, that had a cup of coffee with the Browns. Like, Princeton has legit – all of those guys that uh, – from Lovett to Canoff to um, Davidson, those are the guys that kind of kept Daniel Jones away from Princeton. You know, he, last, year's, last year's kid, Cole Smith, mm-hmm. is the first Princeton quarterback in, I think, 10 years that didn't get a chance in the NFL. Or eight years, maybe. Epperly, all the other guys you named – all at least got to a mini camp. That's crazy. It's crazy. It's not right? easy to get to the NFL as a quarterback. There's not that many in camp. So it's crazy. Anyway, we could, you and I could talk about this stuff forever. Some of the people want to hear about some of the big time games. Maybe we'll do another podcast. It's called the <laughs> Ross and Emery Talk About Whatever the Heck We Want to Talk About podcast. I don't know how many listeners we'll get, but it'd be fun as hell for you and I. Uh, let's get to Penn State, Ohio State, because it's the noon kick. It's a major, major matchup. Uh, a lot of talent for both teams. Ohio State is favored by 15 at Penn State, and they're favored by 15, loaded with pro prospects. Uh, wow, you like the other running back for Ohio State. Because I, I know more about Travion Henderson, but let's talk about, how do you say William's first name? Mayan. Mayan, Okay. Yeah, and here's the thing. We know Travion Henderson is the superior back and the stud, right? But he's only a sophomore, you know, so a true sophomore. So he's not eligible to be in the draft. But I can't help but watch Mayan Williams and and see myself because we're the same size, same weight, 5'9", 225, and we played the same game. I feel like this guy is going to be so productive as a pro player because – these backs kind of remember um CJ Anderson that that played for the Broncos yeah. or you know those type of backs like what we see in Baltimore now with um Gus Edwards not Gus Edwards JK Dobbins not JK it's the third back that played with Atlanta last year um from Mike South Davis Florida. Mike Davis all of these guys like him tend to really do a, a fine job of sticking around the NFL because they are productive runners they, they don't waste movements in the backfield. They get what, what is blocked. And they also have the knack to get stronger as the game goes on. So he provides a perfect complement to Travion Henderson because you look at someone like Mayan Williams, and you think, man, he could be my four-minute offense guy. He could be my closer. He could be what Jordan Howard has been in his career when they had Tariq Cohen to when they now had Miles Sanders in, in Philly. I think he's now with New Orleans. But you look at that role. That's a valuable role on an NFL roster. Your your RB two and your slash your short yardage goal line back. He has stepped up big time this year. I think he's uh, played himself into, you know, maybe a late round draft pick or a high priority 
free agent. I've been impressed watching him play and how he's really um, got it together this year. What about Penn State's got a bunch of good defensive backs. Kalen King, the true sophomore, is good. Joey Porter Jr. is going to be a first-round pick. I like that you want to talk about another one of their safeties. Last year it was Brisker. This year it's Jair Brown. Lackawanna Community College, man, they have become a a Penn State safety factory. First of all, when you talk about Lackawanna Community College, one of the best JUCOs uh, in the Northeast, you know, and they're in that conference with Nassau Community College, who had Rasul Douglas, um, you know, who has been successful out there on on Long Island. Uh, But, yeah, Lackawanna has consistently been one of the top JUCOs uh, we've seen. And Brown, to me, is kind of like Brisker. I I feel like both are instinctive guys. Once they decide where they're going, they get there in an instant. They're able to, you know, point and shoot and turn the ball over. So Brown, to me, should be one of these guys who's going to find himself in that day early day two range, uh, depending on how when the run on safeties go. You know how it is. We constantly fight these debates on, you know, positional value. You know, if you leave it up to, to draft Twitter, you're only supposed to take quarterbacks and offensive tackles in round one. Everybody else should be priority free agents, right? So give me the guys that's always around the football. Brown is always around the football. And if he is having a big day, that means Penn State is in the lead against Ohio State. 15 points, Emery. 15 that they're laying. What are you doing? Ross, come on now, Ross. You you know Penn State. I know you're a Penn State guy. I I, I know you you watch all the Penn State games. I know State College is not that far away from Harrisburg if you just, you know, travel a little bit north. Um they probably got, you know, they probably could be a sponsor for Tuck Spreads. You know, they probably have great food. Matter of fact, they do have great food up there. They have the great ice cream. And I'm glad you brought that up. Because I had that ice cream when I went to that Penn State Rutgers game. I'm saying all that to say this. There's no way on LeBron James in that this, this team is going to beat Ohio State or even cover. So lay these 15 and a half points right now on a Monday morning uh, against uh, Penn State. Because it's funny. Last uh, Saturday, I found myself sitting back watching. Man, Penn State and Minnesota are the same team. And James Franklin and uh, Mr. Row the Boat, they're the, same, they're the same coach, just different shades of brown. Like, man, when and when they play each other, it's like we're watching an uh, inter-squad scrimmage. So, yeah, they'll beat up on Northeast Ohio. They'll beat up on Toledo. But when they get to a big game, they tend to fold like a lawn chair. And uh, so I'm going with Ohio State big. And if you find this line at, what, 15 and a half right now, do not wait till Friday when it's up to 29 and a half points. Now you're going to have a decision to make. 15 is perfect. They'll win by more than two touchdowns. They'll win by 17 points. So both of us, Emery, love watching live TV. Um, sometimes, though, it feels like live TV doesn't love us back because it's so expensive. Now you can get the TV you love for a price you'll love thanks to our friends at Sling TV. Watch every touchdown live every Sunday afternoon with NFL Red Zone on Sling. For a limited time, get Sling Blue and add on Sports Extra with NFL Red Zone, which we all watch, we all love. If you don't, you're missing out. For half off your first month, regular price, $46, now only $23. You get the best deal on Red Zone so you can catch all the touchdowns at the lowest price, with Sling TV. 
Visit sling.com slash DraftKings to sign up. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Today, all right, let's go to another Big Ten matchup. This is not a big game. You picked this game, I'm guessing, because you love the running back from Illinois, Chase Brown, and you wanted to talk about him. So let's do it. Illinois is on the road at Nebraska. They're favored by seven. Chase Brown's putting up huge numbers. Is it because of him, Emery? Or is it because of Bielema and the Illinois rushing attack? It's because of the 16th ranked Illinois fighting Illini. When have we ever been able to talk about a ranked Illinois team, right? You got to go back probably to the Juice Williams days, the Rose Bowl team, uh, Juice Williams and Rashad Mendenhall. Uh, back when Illinois was relevant. So it's good to see Illinois in the top 25 and a good team, by the way. But yeah, Chase Brown is also the byproduct of that because of how well he's rushing the football and what they're doing running the football. He's a very elusive back, uh, good quickness, good burst, and helps keep their offense on pace and actually is being, um, you know, has been a nice addition for Tommy DeVito, who is a completely different player than he was and than he was at Syracuse. You know, he's, you know, he's playing better now, complimentary football. Brown is the reason why uh, this game is important, but also because Nebraska, quite as kept, they got a receiver in Trey Palmer, who's really good in his own right, former LSU transfer. And he is someone that no one is talking enough about because once he has the football in his hands, he turns to a kickoff returner, turns to a punt returner. And when you have that foundation of return skills in your background, it makes your route running that much more impressive because you're going to always be able to get open. You know how to manipulate space and you know how to create separation. He is a dynamic player. and He's probably going to see his, his, uh, his stock skyrocket as we get toward the draft because of what he can do athletically on the field. So I, I, uh, he made a bunch of plays against Northwestern in that opening week zero game or whatever, Nebraska, I thought they were moving the ball with the quarterback and with these new receivers and Whipple as the OC, and then somehow they still lost that game to Northwestern, who, by the way, is bad. Northwestern is bad, bad. And somehow they still lost that game. Uh, Not great. Not not great at all. Uh, All right. Illinois is only laying seven, though, on the road. Only seven. What do you think, Emery? Oh, that's that's a that's a hard number. There's no hook to to really help you out here. So I'm gonna go with Nebraska plus the points. I, I kind of like the offense here. I, I feel like Illinois can beat them, but it's gonna be a it's gonna be a dogfight uh, against this Cornhusker football team. So I'm gonna take Nebraska in the points. Okay, let's get to. Isn't it funny that at some point they were told they're not allowed to call it the world's largest cocktail party? Right. Right. That was like a – why is that? Because of drinking and – I don't know. It's, we've gotten dumber as we've gotten older. Like, that should have just stood, you know? Because we that still call it the world's largest cocktail party. What's wrong with calling it that? You don't have to have a cocktail at a cocktail party. 
bingo. You can have fruit. You can have cheese. You can have, you know, a soda. You have a beer. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even have a cocktail. I mean, that, that is, uh, that, that is not good for our society. When those are the things we're concerned about, (laughs) those are the things that we're trying to change. Listen, if somebody knows something that I don't, and I'm missing some information here and it really adversely affected something, let me know. I sure don't get it. Florida is getting 22 points. 22. Um, But right now we're talking about some of the studs in this game. There are some very physically gifted players in this game, including a guy that you were really high on, Emery, before the year, hasn't gotten quite the buzz that I thought he would. Even that first game, he did some really positive things. People are like, oh, my gosh. What's going on with Anthony Richardson this year? I'm glad you brought that up, Ross. First first of all, how about we also get back to calling it the Gator Bowl, too? I'm sick of all these names and ever-changing sponsors. Let's call it the Gator Bowl, the world's largest cocktail party. But you talked about Anthony Richardson. It's funny how when we talked about him in the beginning of the season and the preseason, people said we were crazy, right? Then he has a, the, the the really good game in the opener against Utah, and everybody automatically made him the number one overall pick. Heisman finally, his odds went from plus 15,000 um, to win the Heisman to plus 700 after the first game. That's crazy, right? So then he had the struggles. But what you don't understand or most people don't understand is the fact that when we're talking about prospects, we're talking about projection, height, weight, speed, athleticism, upside, all of those things. He's still my number one quarterback. You know, I don't care what the season is saying, but you still use looking at it from a scouting perspective. But you like to see the progression and their offense is not asking him to throw the football a lot. And so because of that, when you do throw the football, it makes every pass critical. And I feel like because of what we are now in the microwave society and how we watch games with, you know, on Twitter, it's like every pass is over critique, but not realizing the why. It's almost like an option offense where they don't throw a lot, but when they do, the emphasis on completions are, are stronger than your average game where you're going to throw the football 35 times. But if you rewind back to the Tennessee game where he had to throw the football to keep the, the Gators in it, he was going toe-to-toe with Hendon Hooker. So he can do what you're asking him to do. We just hadn't seen it. He's going to have to do it in this game against Georgia. Georgia has like three first-round caliber tight ends. I don't know how that happens. They got the Brock Bowers kid who will be a first-round pick. Eric Gilbert, who's very talented. And then they've got Darnell Washington as well. Is that the huge one? Is that the kid that's like gigantic? That's the one that looks like a creative player out there on the field. You're like, wait a minute. this Why is this basketball player dressed up in football equipment? You know, that's what it looks like, you know. And, and it's funny because he is someone that just is physically imposing. But because Bowers is Bowers and Gilbert, you know, is someone that they like. And even a true freshman that they have out there as well is another really good tight end. But Washington, I think, will be a better pro than a collegian because he's going to get more opportunities. You think about Jelani Woods, who was the, the large tight end coming out of Virginia that's now with the Indianapolis Colts. I see the same pathway for success for Washington because of his height, his his ability, and his uh, skill set. I feel like there's only one football, and there's only so many opportunities for the tight end to get involved. 
I feel like, you know, he's going to end up being a guy that's going to go in, you know, late date to and find himself in an offense and he's going to thrive. So I like Washington as a prospect. 22 points. More than three touchdowns, Emery. Florida is getting 22 points in a rivalry game with your guy, Billy Napier, as the coach. What are you doing? Dogs or Gators? And Anthony Richardson had his worst game of his career last year in his first start against Georgia. Like he threw a pick six. The game got out of hand pretty quickly. So redemption is always a great thing in football. 22 points seems like a lot, man. Um, But Georgia loves to slowly choke out their opponents like a boa constrictor. So I'm going to say 22 is not the number. 21 may be the number. So in that case, take Florida and the points. Love it. Um, yeah, that's a lot, man. I mean, I, I it's interesting because like the Ohio State spread, the Florida Georgia spread, you just never see you never see spreads like that in the NFL. Like that would never ever happen that many points. Football season, by the way, means it's Labatt Blue Light season. I just got four thirty packs of Labatt Blue Light, delicious. No better way to watch your team on game day than with the pristine Canadian goodness of a cold Labatt Blue Light in hand. Stock up, be the MVP of your tailgate, and share a Labatt on game day with your crew. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, 2022 Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York, all rights reserved Labatt, registered U.S. trademark, of Labatt Brewing Company, LTD. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Emery, last but not least, we got a matchup of uh, a couple of longtime HBCUs. Obviously, Jackson State has Deion Sanders and a bunch of talent. They're hosting Southern. College game day is there. Tell me about Southern's edge defender Jordan Lewis first. Jordan Lewis is someone that has been on the NFL radar for quite some time. I thought he was going to jump in the transfer portal, but the good part about it, Coach Dooley, the new head coach over there at Southern, my former high school coach, is now the head coach for the Jaguars. First of all, he is the best-dressed college football coach, period. You'll never find someone that will be well-dressed with the ascot, the blazer, the pocket, all-time swag. He was able to convince Jordan Lewis to come back to Southern, stay at Southern. We saw him bulk up a little bit more. He's going to be an outside linebacker at the NFL level, but he's playing defensive end for Southern. Constant nuisance. So he's going to be in the backfield all throughout the game. Jackson State's uh, revamped offensive line will have to make sure he doesn't have a huge day uh, because he can disrupt a game plan and also create opportunities for Dumas, um, a guy that transferred in from Prairie View A&M, who was there, Jason Dumas, who was there, uh, pro, who's their pro prospect. He's now on that D-line with Southern's uh, Jordan Lewis. But uh, Lewis is someone that you definitely want to watch. And on the other side, Aubrey Miller has been a stud. I think he was a uh, preseason defensive 
player of the year in the SWAC. Fantastic linebacker. And he's one of these linebackers that are that's looking to hit. And he's someone that is going to seek and destroy. He's going to blow up your run game. He's active in terms of pursuit. And like you know how you see some guys get into the backfield and the back or the quarterback changes direction and that backer just blows up, right? They just explode because they can't change direction. This dude is is uh, pursuing with the purpose. He gets to the target, and he's not bad in coverage. So I feel like he can play that inside backer in a 3-4 or that you know that weak side backer uh, in your traditional 4-3 or whatnot. So I feel like two good defenders in this game, and a lot will be made about the offense, but the defense will reign supreme in this one. I don't know that there's a spread yet, Emery, on Monday morning for an FCS game between Southern or Jackson State. I'm assuming Jackson State's the better team. They are. Shadour Sanders legit is a pro prospect. The quarterback, Deion Sanders' son, they got Shallow Sanders back healthy. I, I want to say three games ago, he's now getting his sea legs underneath them. He's a hard-hitting safety. So overall, collectively, Jackson State is the better team. They'll win this game, and they can't lose these big games. They didn't lose – Last weekend against Campbell, which was a big game for their homecoming because people want to see them play out of, you know, an out-of-conference uh, PWI institution. And now they are they got game day down there. This is – they can't lose this game, and I don't think they will. They, they've they been dominating SWAC opponents, and I think that continues. I think they take care of business here against Southern. Whatever the spread may be, lay those points with Jackson State. Check this man out on social media. At F Ball Game Plan. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. We are at Ross Tucker Pod. He's got the great football game plan on YouTube. We're youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Never too early to sign up to get the draft guide so you don't have to worry about it later. You know you're covered. Footballgameplan.com slash 2023 draft guide. Other than that, the keg is kicked. We're all tapped out. Thanks for listening to the College Draft Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Fantasy Feast, Even Money, and the Business of Sports. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.